0: This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Knappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay Voices On Air. Uh, hello, good afternoon. Uh, Kia ora, this is Leah Batarbonia again in uh, Philippine Radio Radio Kidnappers of Hawke's Bay. Uh, it's nice to be back and uh, I would like to greet uh, all of you. a uh, Happy New Year. Although it's another challenging year for all of us. But uh, we'll get through with this. Uh, our topic today is um, agricultural production in the Philippines. Uh, prospects, opportunities, as well as uh, challenges. Um. Agriculture in the Philippines, uh, posts a large, uh, uh, portion of the economy of the Philippines. Uh, mostly, uh, agricultural production can be, uh, found in rural areas, uh, which is, um, composed of, uh, four subsectors. We have farming, fishing, Livestock production, and then we have also uh, forestry. The Philippines is part of the Southeast Asian, um, the, the, that that that, um, the ge- in geography the, that's part of the Southeast Asian countries and surrounded on the northwest by the China Sea on the east, and then by uh, on the east, we have the, um, the Pacific Ocean, and on the south. By Celebes C. Um, its strategy, the strategic location of the Philippines make it in um, the, like a meeting meeting ground of varied um, cultures as well as um, uh, the, it become the center of goods within the area. So, uh, surrounded by other Asian countries, the Philippines is also a source of um, export. Uh, agricultural products uh, going to other countries, but our major um, exporting countries is our U- United States and Japan. Philippines is an um, agricultural uh, dependent um, country, which is um, um, composed of one third of land area. Um, shall we say about thirty million hectares is uh, devoted into agricultural. Uh, production, uh, agricultural land. Um, then agriculture um, uh, represents 20% of the country's uh, gross domestic product, uh, while 24% of the total export earnings. Uh, we have also um, 46% um, of that from, like, we have the fishing uh, uh, forestry, and then we have livestock production. Um, according to the, the Department of Agriculture in, of the Philippines, um, the the quality of agricultural production uh, depends on the following factors. Like one is the use of uh, quality seeds. So meaning um, before you plant. Uh, into your farm, you have to see to it that you have good quality seeds. Um, for example, in rice production, we really encourage farmers to use certified seeds. Uh, certified seeds, those um, um, can be taken from, um, we have that uh, certified growers. There are far- farmers who um, are registered uh, rice growers certified rice uh, growers, so meaning they, they produce that, that quality seeds being um, checked and monitored by the de- Department of Agriculture um, technicians or um, scientists. And then um, the favorable weather condition, so Philippines has two uh, season. We have the dry season and the wet season. So there are only two um rehabilitation of irrigation facilities is also another factor um we have the agency the national irrigation administration which is um in the previous years that agency is part of department of agriculture but then they have the the autonomy and they were separated um into um um one agency which um governed the um, the improvement of irrigation uh, facilities uh, institutional building like um because uh, rice prod- rice field are really um um they are near to each other farmers uh, like farmer A uh, is also a neighbor of Farmer B, and then uh, Farmer B, yeah, it's, it's really um, uh, near to each other. So uh, the irrigation system, we have that irrigation canal that goes through to uh, different farms. And then those farm owners, um, they are uh, being organized by the National Irrigation Administration, into a farmers association or uh, farmers cooperative, wherein they take part, they have their irrigation schedule. Uh, like uh, today, uh, that the, the flowing of water will goes to farmer A, and then tomorrow it would be depending on the number of hectares of the rice field. So that's that's um, uh, how we if we. You can imagine the the system of um, rice production and um, rice growing in the Philippines. So there are some stages that you have to prepare your uh, rice paddy, uh, cultivate to make the soil um, loose, and then you have to... uh, Open the the main canal from the irrigation canal goes to the, to the to the rice paddy, so it would probably it would take uh, one day one day and a half depending on the number of hectares. And then um, you have to give time for the the soil to to have that interaction with the water, and then water will loosen the the soil until it's ready for when you broadcast the seeds for planting. So that's how how um, the, the management of the uh, rice paddy in the Philippines look like. Uh, however, uh, we have major crops in the Philippines uh, like sugar cane, coconut, and rice as a staple food. Corn is also another staple food. Uh, bananas, pineapple, mangoes, and then we have um, vegetable crops. So vegetable crops include uh, beans, uh, cabbage, uh, carrots. But it, uh, cabbage and carrots, they are planted in a cooler uh, areas in the Philippines, like in the mountain province. So that's Region 1 because the elevation in Region 1 is quite higher. So the, the weather is cooler. Um in the past years in, in 1960s 1970s during the the time of uh former president uh, president of the Philippines uh, Ferdinand Marcos sugarcane uh, industry was really booming uh, because of that the that, the that relationship with the US is really good and then we export um sugar in, um, in the United States. So um, one province uh, known for a large um, truck of lands uh, devoted into sugarcane plantation uh, is the Negros province, wherein uh, many, many sugarcane uh, uh, plantation owners are really uh, rich. During the time, during the, the the time of Marcos, because of that lucrative industry, and then um, we export coconut oil, coconut water, um, banana, mangoes, and pineapple to um, the major exporting countries are U.S. and Japan. So, um, if you would see sometimes in the supermarket. Um, especially in the Asian grocery, we have the coconut oil. Um, You would see the label that it came from the Philippines. Coconut water, the one that we drink, like um, in in, a plastic, uh, um, no, the can. um, Yeah, you can also see that in the Asian grocery. I'm not sure if in Countdown we have, I think, not yet, and then banana. So, um, in New Zealand, I, I saw uh, banana came from Ecuador, and then there's also from the Philippines. So, um, you could distinguish, uh, the, the area, the province in the Philippines with a large um tract of uh, lands um devoted into banana plantation in the um, Mindanao Mindanao area and. Uh, in Bukidnon, so as well as the pineapple, pineapple plantation there's a big um, um, corporation we call it Del Monte Corporation in the Philippines. They are responsible for the production of pineapple and in uh, the processes in exporting mango. Um, we export mango, but in New Zealand. Uh, they are not open for mango export from the Philippines because I would consider the reason. The major reason is um, because we New Zealand is um, importing mango from uh, Australia, so that's the factor that they don't accept mango uh, from the Philippines, and probably be- because of that them. We, in, in Asia and it, the, the weather in the Philippines, uh, like the high temperature of them the dry, during dry season and um, more of um, uh, infestation that um, attack mango go from, from the flowering states. And then sometimes it might affect them the quality control uh, of the products going in to New Zealand while in in Australia of course they have that um uh, foreign trade relationship which is uh, New Zealand and Australia they are really that that uh, like a uh, like a sister country so um gross domestic product composition by by sector agriculture um has 12.3% that represents 12 Point three percent of the gross domestic product. Uh, industries like um, factory workers or um, any b- business related to industries about thirty-three point three percent. And then uh, services. Um, those who are uh, working, uh, household work, or um, like. Cleaning business, it represents 54.4%. Of course, there are still many land use, um, arable land. So, we have about 19% um, uh, devoted into um, meaning arable land, those who are being cultivated on a, a yearly basis and it depends on the cycle of the planting during planting season. Permanent crops about sixty one point sixty seven percent. So, uh, coconut can be classified as a permanent crops because of the lifespan of coconut. Um, forest trees, like shall we say, acacia, or um, I can't remember the scientific name of the the um, tree that we we had that the the leaves used for feeding. Uh, uh, swine and mahogany those are uh, uh, belong to permanent crops, so meaning that um, if one farmer has a um, forest land and his purpose is uh, for production timber production, so it cannot be harvested in a short period of time, but then um he allows it to grow into a, uh, with a long term uh, number uh, like number of years, five years, and then uh, cutting, and then yeah, he can have income for that. So others we have sixty four point thirty three percent. So others would be um, very short term crops, vegetable crops, root crops, but um those who are um like um assorted kind of short term crops and then also for livestock um, so coconut um based on i think that was 20 uh, year 2019 survey of the um, statistics of the department of agriculture about 3.3 million hectares um planted with coconut. Corn, we have 1.4 million hectares. So some farmers, they have that um, rotation on a rotational basis. A large portion of the land uh, planted, for example, this year, uh, planted with corn. And then on the next year, um, he can plant uh, vegetables like beans and he can intercrop. In between, he can uh, plant, shall we say, um, the the leafy leafy the balls aside from from beans, rice about two point five million hectares. So it's being based on the survey of the farmers, the, the, the from the list of uh, farmers by region, and then uh, the number of hectares that each farmers um, has sugar cane it now it goes down as what i have said in in the previous years 1960s 1970s um, a large por- a large portion of sugar uh, sh- land devoted into sugarcane but some farmers especially in negros province they converted their sugarcane land into fruit uh, tree fruit tree medium term crops like uh, citrus and then uh, uh, cacao and some, they devote it into vegetable uh, production. So it's only 0.4 million hectares. Climate, the Philippines has tropical and maritime climate. So climate condition characterized by high temperature and high humidity and also abundant rainfall. As what I have said, uh, two season. but in cases that there's typhoon, so typhoon really um, dis distra- very destructive into the agricultural uh, production or crops. So um, dry season starts from the month of December to May and end at, at the end of May. So that's the dry season. Usually the aver the mid- g- mean um, medium uh, temperature is twenty five to twenty seven uh, degrees centigrade. But then it it goes during dry season, like in the month of May, May, June, it goes up to 32 degrees, 32, 30 to 32 degrees centigrade. So the challenges we have, the, the climate is really the number one that um, challenges the farmers. So we need to have, the, the government should have a policy, adaptation policy that would suit into the, the changing uh, climate condition. Um, in the, we have also upland areas like those in the mountain areas. Um, it's a sloping area, but then the, the conducive kind of technology for sloping area or in upland areas uh, we call it the sloping agricultural land technology that farmers they can till they can cultivate their land um, using into um, uh, how to um, counter you have to counter um, the the slope it 's not that you 're going down horizontally but you have to do it ver vertically. Um, so that the, the soil will not go go down during a rainy season. So we have that kind of technology, and then uh, you have the hill that can be developed. You have to put uh, certain uh, kind of uh, trees that will um, control the soil erosion. And that, that kind of tree, um, the leaves has a nitrogen, Fixing uh, characteristics, so meaning it will add on to the fertility of the soils. Um, so government at present, the the priority of the government is improvement of rural infrastructure and then post harvest technology or facilities, and then we need to Im- to include the private sector in financing um, or. Helping into the development of agricultural system, then we have to to implement or to um, intensify access to credit but what i what I'm saying is credit, which is um, applicable and very friendly to the to the nature of the farmers, so that they will not be bored into uh, always lending money during um, the production of their um, the, the agriculture production, so the challenges we have to respond also to climate changes. Invest in um, projects that would really in uh, intensify the production. Like before, <clears throat> um, even if you have a small portion of land, but then if you have that that capacity, you have to improve your skills. How to um, um intensify the production like it's not only rice if you have the, the ri- rice paddy but then you have the portion that can be planted with just vegetables you you can do it uh, so that the cycle of income and um, production is um, ongoing so I I also encourage like the concept of integrating other Kind of income-generating uh, projects that would supplement the 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 mono monocropping system. It's not monocropping is like uh, you devote only into one uh, product, like rice. But then you have to have that integrated cropping system. Yeah you integrate other products while you are waiting for the like shall we say one the maturity days of rice for example we say uh one hundred and fifty days. So while waiting for the one hundred and fifty days for example just an example uh you have the products that you can sell before the harvest season of rice. So that's what I what I mean with um, integrated farming system. So I I think it it helps also a, uh, a lot with some people like we have um, our family members or um, relatives in New Zealand and then uh, they want to invest. So they have to investigate. What do you think? Um, what do you think about? Um, spending into agriculture production and then you you can say it um, to your relatives that oh I have to I have to look and I have to know more about the agricultural systems in the Philippines so you would you, you can read you can research you can contact the Department of Agriculture to to um, uh, help you guide what are the things that you need to, to prepare uh, even without the technical expertise in doing in farming but if you have that um, capacity to to ask more information and you do your, your homework by by reading, so it would help a lot. So I think that's that's all that I can talk today. And I hope that it helps the listeners, um, especially those who are uh, partly the, those who are planning to, um, to go home for good in the Philippines and they want to venture into farming. Yes, you can integrate whatever that that kind of concept, integrated concept of farming uh so that the the income is uh, even not big enough uh, at first but then there's an income that uh, keep on coming thank you so much maraming salamat po